Okay, we're on. All righty, good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, or good evening from wherever you are tuning in from. My name is Angeline Constantinou. I am the founder, podcaster, and coach of my podcast, Let's Break the Silence with Angeline. And what we focus on is we focus on helping women regain their power and rediscover themselves after domestic violence. And in today's broadcast, we are on episode 24. And by the way, you can find us by clicking the link in the bio. So please click on www.letsbreakthesilence.com for all other episodes. And we are going to be live on YouTube. And this episode will be uploaded on my podcast, which you can find on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, and all the live streaming platforms. So today I have a very, very special guest, actually a very, very special friend of mine. And her name is Davey. And we met on TikTok, I think a couple of months ago, right? Yes, yes, we did. And how are you doing today? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you, Angelina. I'm doing fabulous. And how are you doing today? I am doing great. I am doing great. And you know, I had the pleasure of meeting you two months ago. I was um, fairly new to TikTok at the time. So I met you, I think, on a live broadcast on the FYP page. And then we started to get to know each other. And lo and behold, Davey lives about 30 minutes from me, 30 minutes south of me. So isn't it just a blessing? This is the power of the internet. The power of the internet is, and social media is making friends with people. So, you know, Davey really inspires me because she, um, she herself, you know, um, I'm really super excited to speak with her. We're going to have like, we're going to have a conversation. We're going to be talking about today ways that women can rediscover themselves after an abusive relationship or some sort of, you know, um, relationship or toxic relationship. So Davey, please tell us a little bit about yourself because the audience would love to know who you are. Who is Davey? Well, um, Davey is this amazing person that I have discovered. Um, was I always amazing? Probably. It's, um, but when you're younger, um, you tend to not realize that, right? Because we don't even know who we are when we're younger. Um, and I, you know, was married for 23 years. I have four beautiful sons from that marriage. Um, you know, sometimes when you're in a relationship, when you're in a marriage, you tend to grow apart, especially when you've been with when you've been with um, someone for as long as I was with my ex-husband. And um, sometimes, you know, things happen. You know, a little bit of both, right? So I will take some responsibility, and then I would give him um, responsibility in their marriage coming to an end. You know, um, and that's what it is. It's the way I choose to look at things. So I don't go back and um, dwell on things I can no longer change. Um, I tend to want to take that energy that I have and put it into myself moving forward. And so therefore, I always consider myself. The woman who looks at her glass half full right um so you know i've been through a lot i've been through a lot uh a lot of things that has made me stronger right it makes us strong so what has made you stronger from that marriage self-discovery like discovering who i am now versus who i was when i was younger um because you tend to lose yourself. You tend to lose yourself as you, you know, you're getting, you're, we're getting older, we're in a relationship, we're in a marriage. And then it no longer, for me, I wasn't a priority anymore. It was, you know, my ex-husband, it was my children. So I invested everything into them as, you know, we should, but we should never forget, forget oneself, right? And what I did was I forgot about myself, and that was my doing, and I'll take responsibility for that. Um, 
And, you know, just after the marriage ended, unfortunately, it had to end. Sometimes things have to end in order for other amazing things to happen. And exactly. yeah, yeah, and for me, I had to start discovering who I was all over again from scratch as if I was this new soul on this earth having to learn about myself again. And it's a process. You know, you brought up a point about losing yourself. Now, I was married for 23 years. Isn't that funny? <laughs> No children. Okay, so we didn't have children. But yes, you tend to lose yourself. You tend to lose yourself and to lose your identity. I know speaking for myself, I lost my identity. I didn't know who I was. Exactly. I was so wrapped up in his control, which I didn't realize until later. You know, I went through, um, I, you know, I went through a lot. I went through a lot. So coming out of it, So like when I came out of it, I came out of it much stronger on the other side. So have you, um, you know, so so my question to you is, I would like to ask you, so if a woman is stuck, if she feels stuck and if she feels that she's losing herself, what advice would you give her? Well, I think, you know, feeling stuck and, you know, that doesn't happen overnight. We know this, right? It happens from just, you know, years of, um, first, my first advice would be, you know, think of what you want to do. Think of where you want to be. Are you happy? Are you truly happy with yourself? Or are you lacking? Are you, you know, are you craving, um, to be more of yourself where you feel like you can't, right? And so I would always say to my friends, my family, whoever is going through anything like this, first, you have to think and reflect within. You're the only one that will be able to make a decision as far as what it is that you want to do. And at the end of the day, you have to be okay with the choices that you make. So first, you have to think, do I, would it serve me better to leave this relationship, this marriage, Is that what I want to do? Or, you know, do I stay and work it out? Because a lot of times, Angelina, people can't, they're, you know, they're stuck where they're like, should I stay in a relationship or should I go? And then not realizing typically that person doesn't change, right? And people don't change unless they want to. And if you feel like you've been living this life with this person for X amount of years, and no matter what you say to them, nothing's changed, chances are they're not going to change. And you have to then make that choice. Do you want to stay in this relationship that will never change? Or do you, is it best for you? Is it best for you to move on and find your happiness somewhere else? So it's for me, it's a lot of soul searching you have to do for yourself because no one else is going to be able to advise you and say you should go and you should stay or whatever. Because for me, at the end of the day, you have to be okay with the choices that you make. That makes sense. I don't know if that answered your question. Sorry. No, 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 no. Actually, it does. Now, I had a choice to try to make, and I did try to make the marriage work. I think that's probably normal for anyone. Yeah, absolutely. It's normal. Your first instinct is to make things work, right? And then what we tend to do is we um, give it too many chances, right? Right. We give it more chances than it deserves. And it's because we want to be thorough with our thoughts and we want to be thorough with our decisions. But then you tend to find yourself, I don't know about you, 23 years. Like at what point did you know in your head, Angelina, that this isn't really going to work versus how many times did you know that but continue to make try to make it work? Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. For me, I was with my, you know, my relationship was for 23 years. My marriage was for about 23 years or even a little more. And I knew from the very first five years that this probably isn't going to work. Wow. But because I am such a dedicated person, I just kept turning, you know, just turning the alarm, turning the blind eye, just keep turning and not, you know, um, oh, things are going to change. And the one biggest mistake we make is convincing ourselves that this person is going to change. Exactly. Exactly. Because guess what? They're not going to change. No, absolutely. I mean, people change. I'm not, ta- not going to try to take that away from people, but they only change when they 
want to change. They're not going to change because you ask them to. Exactly. Exactly. If you ask them to, they're not going to. Oh, they may promise you the world that they're going to, like I was, but they're not going to. And and, until it's too late, right? Until you've left and until you're you're now moved on to your life, then, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, no, I'm going to change. But it doesn't happen. You know, even if you were foolish, foolish enough to believe that and go back, you'll be back in the same predicament, I think, because that's exactly what happened to me. Exactly. Exactly. So you know, about rediscovering themselves, what are some of the ways that women um, can rediscover themselves? Can they take a class? Can they do some meditations? Um, what do well, you think? I, Yeah, I think there's um, different ways for different people to do that for each their own. Hmm. For me, um, with my experience, I first had to figure out what it is that I am happy with me, just me, just Davy. what it is that I want to do. And it could be just a very simple things, just a very simple things that you've always said you wanted to do, but just never made the time to because you were putting everyone else before yourself. So for me, it was the simple things as, you know, going to the park one day and just sit on the bench and look at the sky and look at the trees and breathe in some fresh air and just know that I'm there by myself and I'm okay with that. And for me, that was very, um, inspiring as simple as that was it was very inspiring to me for me to just sit there by myself and be at peace exactly exactly you know but yeah. there's other there's other things as you know you and I talked about this before where you go and have dinner by yourself you know mm-hmm. sitting down and just sitting down enjoying your meal without having to worry about anyone else going to the movies by yourself I remember going to the movies by myself for the very first time and man let me tell you I was so weirded out about it (laughs) I was (laughs) was like oh my gosh you know you're worried about what everyone's going to think about you and then you know what after I sat there and the movie started I enjoyed it it was as if it was the best because I've never done that before and you know what I realized I'm pretty cool like I love hanging out with myself and then I made I made it a thing where I was just very I would go have breakfast by myself I would sometimes have dinner by myself I would go to the movies by myself and for me that's how self-discovery self-love comes from self-discovery you know and yeah for me it was just I was at peace is the most important thing about that story and that same thing you and I are similar like I started to go out by myself to the restaurant we were talking about it, the Beekman Arms Hotel in Rhinebeck New York yeah oh and then a friend of mine calls me she says you know what dining alone can be very tranquil and I feel that that was the turning point for myself right right and I started going out to the movies by myself I was going to concerts even concerts by myself. Good for you. And you enjoy that. And I enjoy that. And and the thing is, you know, when people used to tell me, like after my, my marriage had ended, you know, people give advice and they're great advice. They're like, you know, first you have to, you know, a lot of self-love, you need self-love. And for me, I thought it was like self-love. Like I already love myself. What are you talking about? You know, and you don't understand that until you start spending time alone with yourself, you know, and exactly realizing that or coming to the conclusion of you're happy you have to be happy with yourself by yourself in order for you to be happy with anyone else because sometimes we look for other people to validate us to validate our feelings validate our love you know and to just validate us but I think you know for me it was me validating for myself, having validation of my own for myself and not wanting it from anyone else. And for me, that's what self-love is, is when you can be happy by yourself and not anyone else. You know, it's good to have someone else to share that with, but that's secondary. You know, the first thing I think should be you loving yourself and be able to being alone by yourself and being at peace. 
Exactly. And, you know, that not in that moment, I felt at peace. And I said, you know what? I can, first of all, love myself. Because I think as children, were we ever taught to love ourselves? No, you're not. Think about it. I mean, you know, and when we were, the era we were grown, we were brought up in, I mean, I'm a 70s baby, 76, 76, right? I was born some 45 years old. My mother was a single mom and she did her best and she loved us. She did. But we were always, I was always used to receiving love from other people, but didn't know what self-love is, you know? Right, we don't know exactly. What love is. We don't, you know, we always want someone to be to be next to, whether it's a friend, a boyfriend, uh, whatever. It was always being with someone else that made us happy, right? That we thought. So we weren't thought like we weren't. For me, it's a new concept to be alone and be happy, right? So no, you're right. I we're not taught to love our to to, to uh, you know love your how to love yourself, what to do to love yourself. I agree. Like I was born in the '60s, so I'm 57 now. Time flies, but you yes. know my parents are Greek, old school, and you know their motto was you know you get you go to high school, you graduate high school, go to college, and then meet someone, get married. The storybook, right? The storybook. Who who tell at some point, do anyone ever say, well, this is not a, life isn't about a storybook. It doesn't happen that way. Because, you know, Angelina, I never thought I was going to ever be divorced. Me too. Me too. Ever. Ever. Because the, I'm old school. So in my mind, at least you, you know, the same thing, you go to school, get an education, you know, get a good job, you, you know, get married, you have kids, and you live happily ever after. So I had this stuck in my brain, even when and then this is very important, I think, even when those relationships and those marriages don't work out, because we're stuck with this thought that it's been embedded in us for all our life, right? And right. so then you're scared. You're like, what do you mean? I have to start over. What? That's not part of the storybook. That doesn't happen. How do I do that? No one teaches you and everyone makes it so bad, right? It's such a bad thing to get divorced. It's such a bad thing to have your family broken, right? Because that's what they tell you. It's a broken family. Oh, Yeah. Tell but, me not about realizing, it. but not realizing sometimes you have to break things in order for it to fix better. Exactly. Exactly. Or you have to go through a breakdown in order to get to your breakthrough. Same I, thing. Exactly. It's like going through the storm. You have to go through the storm in order for you to see the rainbow, right? That's important. Yes. And I think a lot of us feel like failures at times when we're going through this because we're like, we couldn't make this. We do. We blame ourselves a lot throughout this process, right? Exactly. We blame ourselves a lot. And then a lot of times, like it takes strength to leave and walk out. Sometimes people think it's because you're giving up. No, you're not giving up. You've just tried so many times and it's not working. So it takes strength to walk away. Oh, you're not kidding. You're not kidding. It takes a lot of strength. Yes, yeah, so that's away. because you're starting over. And that's not easy. It's a scary thought. But then, you know, because we've passed that stage, we're here to tell anyone that's going through this right now, it does get easier. And you will be happier if you know you're making the right choice. Exactly. Exactly. What's the sense in staying in a relationship especially in a toxic relationship that no longer serves you. Exactly. I mean, think about it. You know, would you, wouldn't you be better off just being by yourself? <laughs> you don't have to find anyone else. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I would have rather just be alone for the rest of my life than to be in a position that, or be with someone that just makes me miserable. And hurts me and causes me pain. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I admire you. You know, you walk and like, I admire you for walking away, you know, from 
that marriage for 23 years. And you said you had four children? Four boys, yes. Four boys, yeah. Well, thank you. But for me, the marriage had broken me down. I was broken, broken. And I looked at my boys and I realized that they need them. Well, not that I realized. I was always the super mom. Did everything, did everything, the whole mother thing, the whole mother role, the whole, you know, almost perfect mother. And, you know, me showing the world that versus what I was feeling inside was two different stories. Sure. One was night and one was day. And I, I looked at my boys and I realized that I need to be the best inside like I need to be a hundred percent inside in order for me to be there to to watch my boys grow you know I still have to teach them a lot of things I have to teach them how you know there's a lot of things that comes with being a parent Mm -hmm. and especially a mother and I wanted to raise good humans right little decent humans and um, yeah and for me I just needed to be good inside as well and I really really wasn't I really I was showing the world and I was showing them that I was good but I really wasn't good inside I was falling apart because of the marriage and um the hardest thing I ever had to do in my life was to walk away because I didn't want to walk away and put my kids you know cause them to be in a broken home but if I didn't do that I would have I wouldn't have been a good mother to them, I don't think, um, because like I said, I was falling apart inside and they see it. The kids are smart. They know. They know. And I just feel like they deserve better, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So how did the, how did you come to meet your fiance? Um, <laughs> so after the divorce, yeah, um, I started dating and I dated someone for about three years and, you know, that was a lot of learning too, because mm. after getting divorced and you start dating, it's not easy, not easy at all. I mean, I certainly don't like it. <laughs> right. Um, I, you know, it wasn't the fun process, but I met someone, he was a good person. Just, we were not, um, you know, his expectations of a relationship and mine was two different things, very, very, very different things that didn't work out. And, you know, my fiance, I just um, happened, I was on a dating site, because I am a professional, like I work, and I have my kids, so I don't have time for, you know, casual dating, or going to the bar, or the club, or wherever. So for me, um, dating through, you know, um, an app, whatever so it was better for me it was easier and I just he was one of the he was one of the profiles that popped up and you know I'm a firm believer in not judging people by the way they look but by the character and I'm very um very proud of myself for doing that because he's a handsome man but when I looked at him I was like I don't know if he's my type (laughs) (laughs) And I told him this and I told him this. Yeah, I I was like, you know what? I I really don't know if he's my type. And I had to talk to myself. And I went on a date with it. Like I first really didn't, you know, I was like, listen, I don't, you know, you're really not my type. And then he was like, okay, well, maybe, you know, you can give me some tips. This is when we were on the dating site. We were just messaging. And uh, he was like, well, I'm new to the site. Maybe you can just help me out. And being the person that I am, I'm like, sure, I could do that because we all know what it's like starting over. Right. And he was starting over himself. And I said, of course, like, I can help you with that. And the more I talked to this man, the more you know, it was his personality and he just had, we just clicked personality wise. I really thought to myself, I see myself being friends, friends with this man for the rest of my life because he was, him and I, our um, thought process was about the same. Mm-hmm. Our mentality is the same, the whole thing. And then we just kind of, you know, gradually started talking as friends. And um, one day he was like, let's go on a date for, as friends. And I was like, okay, I met him and I was like, oh, for sure. We're not going to, not that he, he was, he's a good looking man, but it's just not my type. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if this is going to work. And I had to say to myself, Davey, don't judge him by the way he looks. I like that. Don't like, I literally had to tell myself that I said, don't judge him by the way he looks. 
go on a second date if you're not sure go on a second date and see what it's like because I really enjoyed his personality I enjoyed his company and then I went on the second date with him and I was like, all right, I, I like him. What can I do? You know, <laughs> and that was like, that was history. And then we just started and he, to this was going to be three years. Wow. He proposed um, two years into the, into the relationship. He moved in very quickly. He did because like I said, we hit it off um, so quickly. It was actually frightening for me at the beginning but I'm sure um, yeah I put my fears aside I put my judgment like you know you know for me I like the way it turned out just because I didn't judge him based on what he looked like there you go that's important that's yes important. it really really is because I think sometimes God will send the you know the right person to you I and, agree and if you cast judgment or pass judgment on that person you're missing out on the best thing ever and for me everything inside felt right there you from go. the first time I started talking to him everything felt right to this day everything still feels right you know that's awesome yes I'm lucky I'm lucky like that I, I consider myself lucky so when is the big wedding I'm not sure okay um you know I'm really not sure just because I'm sure anyone who's you know in in our age group or I'm gonna just speak for myself yeah. I'm 45 I did the whole marriage thing you know uh for 23 plus years I was married I don't know if I want to get married again Angelina I really don't yeah I'm good with a permanent engagement is what I like to call it <laughs> there that's okay you know, um, you know, because I've done the marriage thing, there's nothing against it. It's just that I've been there, I've done it, and I just kind of enjoy where we are right now. Maybe in the future, I don't know, but there's no dates. His mother, which is an amazing woman, she keeps saying she wants to see us married before she passes. Mm. And I'm like, well, you know, I love him. He loves me. We live as if we're husband and wife. Um, I'm always going to take care of him no matter what. And I know he will of me as well. I said, I, don't, I can't promise you that, you know, and I don't want to get married because other people want me to, do you know what I mean? You have to do it for yourself. Absolutely. And I, one thing I've learned after the divorce is I'm only going to, this is Davy's world and it's only what Davy wants. Davy will do. I like that. That's see. And, and that's what it is. And, you know, often people like to um, pass judgment, right? Right, and exactly. Like, yeah, and they like to put people, they like to put you in this box. And I am, I don't want to be put in a box. If other, what other people think of me, is not my problem. It's their problem. It's their problem. Exactly. Exactly. Because you can't live up to anyone's expectations, but your own. Exactly. I learned that. I've learned that long time ago. Yep. Yep. And once you stay true to yourself, you'll be your happiest. Exactly. And I can see that you're happy because oh, I know, you know, from watching your videos and watching your live videos on TikTok, you know, you, you're real and genuine and you keep it real, real raw and genuine and you're very authentic. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I mean, I, like I said, I try to be, not try, I am myself. I, you, th this is what I tell people all the time. You have to be yourself. Don't try to be what other people want you to be. You mm -hmm. have to be yourself and who likes you will like you and who don't like you. That's okay. You're not here to, for the whole world to like you. <laughs> not everyone's going to like me either. No, and you and know what? And it has nothing to do with you. Right. It's that it nothing to do with you. It's on them. And that's okay. I try to tell people that's okay. If you don't like me, that's okay. Go find someone that you like and you want to be around. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. 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 Because personalities are going to clash no matter what. So you could be, you know, you could even try to be what they want you to be, but if they don't like you, they don't like you. So exactly. why try to be somebody you're not just to please others? Be yourself. Be who you're happiest as being. You don't need confirmation from anyone. 
You don't need approval from anyone. You just got to be you and be happy with it. And that's the key, not yeah. seeking approval from others. Yes. That yes. was my biggest issue in my marriage, you know, like, you know, like I, like people thought that we were like the Hollywood couple. I don't know about you, but like, we were like the Hollywood couple. Yeah, couple everyone, thinks you're perfect. Doors, yes. everyone thinks you're perfect because, you know, they're like, oh, you, because we, we pretend so well. Mm. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say I pretended in the whole marriage. That's not the case. Nor right. will I sit here and say he was a horrible man because he wasn't right he really wasn't he was a good father he was a good husband you know um he was a good man but there's certain things that you just can't you know either you grow apart or you know at least that's the way I try to remember it you know exactly again I I don't I don't focus on all the negative things that have happened to me throughout my life because if I do that, then I get sucked in and I get to bring my past with me every day of my life. I don't want to do that. I want to use my past as just reference, mm. but I don't want to take that around with me. I don't want to take that baggage around with me every single day because that's heavy weight. It is. And I choose to not remember every bad thing that happened to me it's in my brain yes it's there I use it as a reference you know what I mean so something comes up I'm like hang on one second I go through my reference real quick in my brain right mm-hmm. I'm like oh I did that already that didn't work out let me do that, do that <laughs> right and so that's what I use it as so I don't go holding on to every bad thing because if we do that you're not living for the moment anymore you're just living in the past Exactly. Exactly. You're living in the past and you can no longer change it. You can't change it. Exactly. I totally agree with you. You cannot change the past. No. So it's a life experience. It's not a life sentence. Correct. And you use that as a life, use the life experience as just a reference. Exactly. You know? exactly. You put it in the archive, you put it in archive and you leave it there. You don't take your archives around with you everywhere you go. Exactly. You know? It's in the exactly. back of the brain somewhere. You know, leave it there. Don't reminisce about it every single day because the, the time that you're taking to reminisce about it, you're wasting on something you can't change. Do you know what I mean? I agree. Because there's a w- lot of women who are still hurting out there. They feel stuck and they don't know what to do. They feel trapped. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, they, they do. And that's not, a, you remember, that's not a fun place to be. Oh, oh I know. Where you think it's never going to end, where you think you have nowhere to go, mm-hmm. when you think that there's nothing I can do, right? These self-doubt, this is what plays in our head over and over and over again. But let me tell you, Angelina, so quick story. So before I left, I didn't think I was, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to rent a house because four kids, right? Or rent an apartment or something. I didn't think I was going to ever be able to buy my own house, right? I didn't think I was, I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I knew I had enough and I had to do something. So I took a leap of faith and I just said, I'm doing it. I told my ex-husband it was over. I no longer want to do this. Mm. You know, we had a house together. He didn't want to leave. And I was so determined that I couldn't be there anymore that I said, okay, I'm going to leave. Mm. You know, I didn't care that I would have to rent a house. I didn't care. I just knew and had faith that it was going to work out. There you go. And the fear you threw the fear right out the I window. Fair away because if I had let that fear come with me and stayed with me, I would have still been in an unhappy marriage. There you go. That's what I did. I put fear aside. You know yes. how it is where you just draw a line in the sand one day? You just wake up one morning with an epiphany. And yes. that's exactly what I did. Yeah, you said, this is it. This is the day. I'm never turning back. I'm not going back. I don't care what happens. I'm done, 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 done. And for me, that was, you know, how they say the old saying, that one straw that broke the camel's back. Yes. And when that camel's back is broken, it no longer gets up. That It's done. Like, it is done. Stick a fork in me, I'm done. Like, that's how I felt. <laughs> 
I was just done, girl. I was done. And then what ended up happening was I, for the heck of it, I said, let me go see a mortgage broker. Right. Oh, good. Okay. I went and I saw her and let me tell you, God works in mysterious ways. The universe works in mysterious ways. I agree. You never know, like you can have all these self doubts. You never know until you try. Exactly. Exactly. Until you try, and I knew if I go see this mortgage broker, it, I wasn't going to lose anything. Wasn't going to lose anything, and I went and I said, "The worst she could say is I'm not approved for a loan." There you go. There and you I go. Filed, like you know, I had my ex-husband and I had filed for bankruptcy seven years prior, so for me, I had a greater chance of not being approved. Right. Right. And I don't know. I, deep down, I feel like I still shouldn't have been approved, but you know, wh- wh- what do I know? What do I know? The universe has a better plan for us and we will never know what that plan is if you stay still and don't do anything. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. God and the universe had a better plan for both of us and especially for you, you know, with four kids. Yeah. With and then, kids. you know, yeah, I was approved for the loan and I found my, I got approved, found my house and moved in within two months. Woo! That's what I thought, girl. Woo! That's what I, I moved from Rhinebeck to Saratoga Springs, New York. And I lived in a one bedroom apartment, but four years ago, I took a leap of faith and I'm, I live in a two bedroom apartment now in a much better area. Yeah. Yeah. Same landlord. So you just God to- always has a better plan for us. Yeah. You have to have faith. You have to have patience and you have to know that things are going to be okay. I mean, let me say with that being said, there was a lot of crying, Mm. a lot of tears, a lot of, you know, putting my faith into something bigger than myself. Exactly. Exactly. It's a process. And all I can say is that you, it gets easier in time. It really does. And when people used to say that to me, I used to want to say, shut up. Like that makes no sense. But then I know that because I went through that and I know time does heal everything. And in time, once you have your goal and you stay focused on it, focused on it it'll come through it'll really definitely come true you just have to be there to be present to keep working on it exactly exactly that's what I did I set three goals for myself in 2010 and I achieved them all in 2011 and moved up here that's all I did but the fear aside I didn't care if I slept on someone else's couch I didn't care if I was almost homeless I didn't care. You just knew that anything would be better than where you were at that moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was scary sometimes. It was scary. For me, it was scary a lot of the times because now I'm like, oh, I'm the only one working. You know, all four of my kids did not move with me. The two older boys wanted to stay with their father. And for me, it wasn't a problem because you know, it's their father and they were at the age where they needed their dad more. And I understand that I had to put my feelings aside and not take it personal. Right. Exactly. And, and then say, okay, this is what you want to do. I'm here. I'm still your mother. You're, you know, you have a second home, you know, and um, there are a lot of scary moments, but I stayed positive throughout those negative when you want to feel negative and when you want to feel like everything's going to fall apart and then it was just me working and I'm like if something god forbid happens what am I going to do I have a mortgage to pay I have a car payment to pay I have all my bills to pay by myself and let me tell you Angelina I did it by myself with no help from anyone good for you and then you. you know what it was the proudest for me, I'm so proud of that because, you know, as women, sometimes people make you believe, or maybe it's our own self-doubt that we think we can't do it. Ah, uh, yes, yes, that's true. That you need a man, you need someone else help, you can't do it. it. It was, you know, and for me to achieve all these things by myself and the grace of God and the universe being on my side, you know, that's for me, 
that's a great accomplishment. I felt proud of myself that I was able to do it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And yeah, I mean, you, you can be very proud of yourself and same with me because we did it on our own with no help. Exactly. And then when it comes down to it, you're like, if I have to do this again, I'll be fine because I did it already. Right. <laughs> you know, and when, when people want to say negative things or hateful things towards me, I'm like, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me because you don't pay my bills. You don't know what my struggles were. Nothing they can say will affect who I am because I'm greater than what they think I am. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. That's what I choose to tell myself at least. <laughs> good. That's good. You know, you're worthy. You're yes. worthy. Absolutely. And it's what you tell yourself at the end of the day. It's not what other people think about you. Exactly. Exactly. So if someone wants to inflict hate, I don't respond. I don't feed into it. You know, because some men will do that because they'll say to you, oh, you're never going to make it. Yeah, well, you know, people say things like that because they're scared. Mm, it comes okay. from their own fear. And that's how they try to discourage you, man, woman, whoever. When people, you know, want to think like that about you, they don't know you. Some of them don't know you and they don't know what you're capable of. Or even the ones that do know you, they really don't know what you're capable of. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So sometimes people tell you these things, not because they think that about you, but it's their own self doubts that they're projecting onto you. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. And Absolutely. sometimes men do that or people in relationships, people do that to, to, you know, their partners because they want to scare them into not going anywhere. Uh, they yeah. want them to be scared. They want them to only depend on them. They want their partners to only depend on them, make them feel like you can't survive in this world without me. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's, it's what narcissistic people do, right? That's true. Yeah. And it's what, you know, controlling people do as well. They want to control you. So these, I think these are things people say to you, not because it's what they think about you, but it's, it comes from their insecurities. There you go. There you go. You're hundred percent right. Yeah, and like I said, what people, their insecurities have nothing to do with you. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's a reflection on, of themselves. Correct. 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 So I, this is how I do things. Because people ask me, how do I, um, you know, don't let people get to me like that. And I say, I have a filter. This is how I like to look at it, Angelina. Okay. I have to look at things physically, right? I might be, sometimes I think I'm a little weird when I do this. But I think of myself, my body, I see my body, I, I put a filter or a, um, a protection around my body as if nothing can penetrate that. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. So I put like, I, it's as if I'm there and there's a bubble around me that nothing can penetrate this bubble nothing so I'm in there by myself right right and then I only allow what I want to allow into this bubble there you go there you go and nothing else can penetrate it like I say and I choose to live like that it's for me I have to visualize it that way Exactly. Exactly. And then the haters. Nope. I will not allow it into my bubble. You know, the things that doesn't serve me any purpose in life. I do not allow it into my bubble. I allow my loved ones in my bubble. I allow positive thoughts into my bubble. I allow what I choose to allow into my bubble. And it's the same thing for everyone. You don't have to use the bubble for me. I'm more of a visual person. So I had to use the bubble, but it same goes for you. Don't listen to what other people say unless you want it for yourself there you go there you go you nailed it you know what i mean because people are always going to have an opinion about you oh absolutely they're always going to have a thought about you they're always going to say things about you but you don't have it doesn't mean you have to you can hear it but you don't have to like accept it exactly exactly you know and i see that on on tiktok more and more now like, oh my gosh, yes. Why is that? Um, I think a lot of people, this is how I like to look at it. A lot of people are miserable. 
mm. unhappy. And I feel sorry for them because their lives are unhappy and most likely they were brought up with a lot with not enough love, right? Okay. And they don't know how to be kind. And they were raised maybe in this bubble that anything out of this a box, should I say, they were raised in a box. So anything that they're not used to, it's weird or any, you know, any person or people that they're not used to seeing is considered weird or do you know what I mean? I know what so you mean. They just, they just like to cast judgment and, and people are so good at that. They like to judge others without, you know, any knowledge of that person or what that person is going through. So, but I think it, it stems from them being unhappy and them being unloved. And they don't know what else to do except share their hate and their um, their negative, because they're negative. You know, those people are very negative. In order, for, if think about it this way, Angeline, if you don't know someone, right, and you're just scrolling on TikTok, you see, you come across some someone's video, and you don't know this person, but you're like, oh my gosh, this person is so. Let me tell them about themselves, and you start typing. Right. <laughs> what does that say about you? Exactly. You know, know. You not very years. much. Exactly. Exactly. Ignorance too is a big, very big part of this, okay. you know, and then for you to not know this person or anything about this person, except a couple of seconds, right. Hmm. Or maybe three minutes. I don't know. Um, you know, if you don't like someone or something that they're doing, keep scroll, go find something that brings joy to you. Exactly. Don't stick and, and stick around somebody's profile and go stalking them and go watch all their videos just to leave negative comments. I know. I know. Go find something productive to do with your time, you know? Exactly. Exactly. But, come back to your question. I think it just stems from them being unhappy. Okay. Because I feel like these people, you know, first of all, if someone's making a video or someone's doing their thing, maybe it hurts them to see that person's actually happy. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I, mean? I know what you, exactly what you mean. And because they can't find their happiness now, they're, you know, there's certain parts of them that is resentment too. They resent this person for being so free and carefree. Exactly. Exactly. But, it's you know, I mean, I'm sure there's more to it. I just, for me, that's how I like to choose to, that's how I ch choose to look at it is that they're unhappy. Exactly. Exactly. They're unhappy with themselves yes. and they have their own issues, but that doesn't mean that they have to spread hate. Correct. And then a lot of them, you know, right. If they took that energy and that time that they want to invest into strangers like that, mm. if they took that energy and time and did something good for themselves, I was just going to say that. Yeah. And invest some time in trying to figure out what is really causing them all this pain. They'll be a better person for themselves. I agree with you. Totally agree with you. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't spread you can't spread hate and expect everyone to give you love. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. But I think it stems from obviously ignorance. And you know, with ignorance comes a lot of other unfortunate things, but it stems from ignorance. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, we're coming up at the top of the hour. And this was great. Has it been, an hour? Has it been yeah. an hour already? It's already been an hour. Five months. I love it. So in closing, what um, special message would you like to share in closing? And where can people find you? Um, people can find, well, I, I do have social media. I'm not a big on Facebook or Instagram right now. I'm just keeping that private. Um, but you can find me on TikTok. Um, Good. Um, you know, on there, I have two accounts. Unfortunately, I had to, um, you know, create a second account because of haters. <laughs> I got blocked once on my live on. Um, I remember that. Yeah, totally yeah. uncalled for. It, it, is, <laughs> it is, but it is what it is. Um, my backup account is Uplifting Minds 3. Um, okay. And the first one, I, you know, Angelina, I don't even know what the first one is. I think it's uplifting 76. I think it, yeah, sorry. I think it is. <laughs> That's the first account because you know why I tagged you. 
Oh, you um, did. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Because, you know, I would, I would, um, because who pays attention? Not me. I don't pay, because I don't share that information really with anyone. So I thank you. But it, so, yes, Uplifting76 would be my first account. Um, okay. I, I do have a YouTube channel as well, but nothing is really established. I am just, you know, searching, still discovering me, still discovering what it is that I like to do and what right. I want to do. So everything is, you know, in the process of right now. Okay, good, good. That's it. Well, you know what? I want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule because I know you're busy and, um, you know, to share your thoughts and to, be a part of my platform so oh, you're very very welcome yeah. i um real quick before we go i just you know i think things happen in our lives for a reason there's nothing random at least i don't believe so so me meeting you the fact that we connected so well without really knowing each other oh. i appreciate those friendships more because it's as if the universe bring people together you exactly. know, and we, we have social media to thank for that. Um, I think you're an amazing person. Keep doing you, keep spreading your love and your awareness to all these people. And I'm not going to say just women, right? Because men sometimes also need to hear exactly yeah. what we're talking about. And I think sometimes they don't, they go through their own struggles without getting the help that they need. So this, you know, um, hopefully will help them as well. But you know, I'm really thankful that we've met. Um, can't wait to see where this friendship is, how this friendship is going to bloom. Ooh, it's um, blooming already. <laughs> it is, absolutely. And you know how it is. It's very, um, um, it's just something amazing to watch just become something more amazing. And I thank you for having me on today. Um, and I always, I always enjoy talking to you. You know that. And I love, and I enjoy talking to you too. And I cannot wait until we meet in person and that will be yes. soon. Yes, yes, yes. That would actually, that would be soon. Yes. Sooner than later, Angeline. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to thank you for joining us today on let's break the silence podcast. So everyone, um, this new ep episode 24, this will be uploaded onto my podcast later on today and on my YouTube channel. So please um, click the link in my bio, which is letsbreakthesilence.com. And when you go to that link, you will find my podcast, which is on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. And you will find the link to my YouTube channel too. So this is a wrap and um thank you so much davy thank you You're so very much welcome. really really appreciate you very and hang on for one second i'm going to stop the recording and i wish you all an amazing day please stay on though